1: Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack.
0: And I'm Rick.
1: And today we are talking about uh, I've Been Reincarnated as a Sword, which was a recommendation by Black Cat Jeb. Uh, They said that it's a really cute and violent show and that it's based off of a light novel, and that is why we needed to uh, watch it. And... Honestly, I I I was I'm not I'm not disappointed by the by the watch, personally.
0: No, no, I felt it was very generic, but good. Like it, you know how eating cold pizzas. Oh, sorry. But <laughs> all right. Before but, all that, before we get to it, kind of jump all over this, huh? Jeez, I'll get it eventually. You're
1: good, man. Uh, but before that, <laughs> we were. Uh, we were talking about Katakuri Circus, our failures to our patrons, us getting back on track, Rick getting a free pass uh, and some excitement over things that are coming out that we're kind of looking forward to. If you want to uh, catch a part of that wider conversation, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content or if you want to buy yourself some uh, anime swag or or anything like that, we do have affiliate links for you in the show notes. You purchase anything using those affiliate links, we do get a little bit of a kickback. It is very much appreciated. Or you can go to shop.featuredanimepodcast.com and purchase some of our own swanky swag that we have on there. And again, it'd be very much appreciated if you choose to support us like that. As always, you can get all our contact information and everything like that off of our website, featuredanimatepodcast.com. And now, on to the me and brotatoes. Uh, Reincarnated as a Sword came out in October 2022, ran through December 2022. A couple of producers for it are uh, NBC Universal, JR East Marketing, uh, BS Sahi. Gree Entertainment, just to name a couple of them. Studio Ford is C2C. It is based off of a light novel. The genres forward are action, fantasy, isekai, and reincarnation. Uh, and it's 12 episodes long. So it's really short, really sweet, straight to the point kind of stuff. Kind of kind of really, really quick, in my personal opinion. Like there, there is mm-hmm. like no real time lapse for it. But basically, a sword. Uh, wakes up to discover. So a guy dies and then he wakes up to be a nameless sword. He it's an unnamed sword um, with the power of telekinesis with this power. He's able to move and he's able to destroy other crystals from monsters that are in monsters and acquire their skills and powers and level up. He's able to invest uh, skills to become more powerful
0: uh, Evolution points Is what they call
1: uh he does get to a point to where he does evolve, yes um when the sword comes co- uh across uh, a particular area he lands and he's not able to get out. a girl comes running uh fi- or basically finds him stuck in the ground while she's trying to run away from the beast that's attacking her caravan and she is a slave picks up the sword and she's able to uh here are nameless sword and become his wielder. Uh, the two then after that point become adventurers and, uh, our main female character, Fran is a black cat and her journey is to be the first black cat to evolve. And this in a nutshell is the essence of that journey of her trying to complete, uh, uh, never uh, a long quest of becoming the first evolved black cat.
0: So I will have to contradict you just a little bit. He doesn't evolve at least according to what I understand. He's able to use, he's able to evolve certain skills, but the sword itself does not get to evolve. And (laughs) for lack of a better way to put it, he does what you and I would do in any, well, what I would do in any random game. I think you have a tendency to kick everybody's ass in the game and then go back and complete side missions. Whereas I have a very big tendency in games such as dark souls, let's call it. And Elden ring to overlevel myself to the l- absolute limit before I even take on quest number one.
1: Right. So you you I, I like how you immediately go, I'm going to have to contradict you a little bit, but you're the one that mm-hmm. brought up
0: evolutionary points. Yes, he uses the evolutionary points to evolve the skills, not himself.
1: He level. Uh, what I was saying is, he does get to a point for to where he gets skills. Right, he does level mm-hmm. up, and then he gets to a point to where he is able to evolve them. Evolve the skills. Yeah, I didn't say him. I never said the sword evolves. I was talking oh, about the black cat see, evolving.
0: Gotcha. That's, wants, where I mean, that's where I misunderstood. I thought you said that he. Yes, he evolves. I'm like, uh, mm, not really. But it's a sword.
1: He is always a sword and he is evolving his skills and he is leveling up. He's killing them, gaining their powers and skills and everything. And then he's taking those and he's leveling them up and then he's able to evolve the skills and and grow them. Uh, That's the main point of him. Right. And then you have the Mm -hmm. other main character, Fran, the black cat. And her primary thing is to become the first black evolved black cat.
0: Yeah, that looks kind of cool. Like, I, well, it, we don't actually see it happen, um, but we, I believe, are well on our way to to witness that. Um, the whole anime plays like a game. The whole anime plays like a very fun game. I feel like, um, but it, it does unfortunately have its fair share of blood, guts, gore, and the hardship. What I will say, what What I was disappointed with, I'm going to start with that because there's not very many things. What I was disappointed with is throughout the entire anime, there was up until I want to say out of the 12 episodes, maybe up until episode 11 or 10. I didn't feel suspense. Music was there. It was good, but I I didn't feel suspense. I felt that um, they were in a level five area while being level 10. Like they were always strong enough and easily and easily defeating everything. So I, I didn't feel the suspense that I feel like it was trying to create. And
1: yeah.
0: well, later on, there was definitely suspense and I felt very invested. Let's call it. Right. And the character development was really good.
1: The character development
0: um, was solid. Like there is, yeah, there's, there's, the show's, there's
1: no, no denying that by any stretch of the imagination. Um, however, but, like, I feel like the progress of it was very rapid right? yes. and I, and I get it. Like, I understand why it had that, ra- why it had that rapid progression. Okay. It, it's not lost on me on them having on the reasoning of why there was that rapid progression.
0: Um, well, I mean, it, we had, we had a really fun little opening montage of the sword itself becoming far more powerful and, What's funny is he remembers his past life, but he he, in my opinion, uses his his past knowledge as motivation. Like, hey, I remember when I would play these games, and all I wanted to do was be the strongest, be the best. And now that I'm this weapon, I can be the strongest. But I can be strong for somebody who will be my wielder. I'm gonna find somebody who wants to use me in the appropriate fashion. And he does find friend in a very desperate and dire situation.
1: Well, to be fair, and, he, he doesn't really get like that. He, he says, I wonder if I'll ever find my wielder. I hope I find my wielder and everything. And yeah, and it's a constant it's struggle for him it's His desire. Uh, however it is, it's, uh, you know, it's it's not that he's ve- being particularly picky at that point, and then he gets stuck in a dire strait to where he's like, anyone, please just pick me up. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, he gets to a spot where telekinesis telekinesis uh, no longer works. Like the area he's in is sapping all of his mana, and no matter what he tries, he he can't.
1: It's he can't to, to do be any fair, better. Yeah, well, it's because he got stuck in the ground, and the reason why that there weren't any monsters there is because there's no magic, and it sucks the magic out mm. of ground out of you and you try to use it. Well, while he's in the ground, that's exactly what's happening until Fran pulls him out of the ground where he's able to start using magic again.
0: Yeah. What I thought was really interesting is we hear a dialogue, an mo- inner monologue of him going through the five stages of grief he gets to the point where he's bargaining. I'll give anything. Just please help me. Somebody come get me. Yep. Be my wielder. I'll give you the power. I'll even evolve this. I evolve this. I evolve this. Look how strong I am. Come get me. This is a,
1: He's like, I can cook. I can clean.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can do
1: everything.
0: Just, uh, he's bargaining bro, as best he can. He's like, I'll do it all. Just lo- please.
1: Just, just please Let pull me out again. of the ground.
0: <laughs> and so because he's already so strong he's creating a what we call a ruckus um in the balance of the animals and no. he ends up well in yeah remember there was uh the reason that you uh, have
1: to premise it correctly then because he okay. because he's because you're talking like while he's sitting there becoming more powerful it's like no
0: oh fair 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 no before, the, the, to, stuck, to, he murders before he, so many people
1: Right. Before he actually gets stuck in the ground and everything like that on his journey to be powerful. And he's going out there slaying everything, slaying all these beasts, slaying all these monsters. He's he's going further and further away from the pedestal that he's on. And he's actually defeating like these big monster boss type creatures. And he's winning. And because he's doing that, he is creating the struggle and turmoil because when he defeats them, and takes the crystals and powers for himself, he creates this power vacuum that others are trying to fill now. And so there's this giant power struggle void happening with, with it because he's was just going around demolishing all these beasts, demolishing
0: all these animals. Yeah. These evolved animals. I would like to point that out as well. Yes. Um, But Naya is so cool. And he gets to the point where whoever picks him up starts halfway through the game. You know what I mean? Like uh you might be level one, but if you hold this sword, you will be level fifty or the equivalent of.
1: Yeah. Like and and that's one of the things that I actually really enjoyed, right? So one, they they do clarify, they do have other things that 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 happen in in the story overall. Uh and and they do a really great job of laying the foundation down for it. Where they're like where they're specifically stating uh or creating that distinction between his skills and Fran being able to use them. Now, uh, just because she's able to use them, doesn't make them her skills. It's just something that he's, he, he's able to share with the wielder. And I like that even though she's able to wield the swords and use the skills and everything like that, she is able to progress her own level, get stronger on her own and And basically, use him as a helping hand to help her progress and get strong and everything like that and as the show goes on, you kind of you can kind of see that progression for it the her physical and mental progression for it in general because she is progressing by using him and becoming
0: stronger well, does she actually become stronger and learn skills on on her own, or does she just borrow everything from him?
1: No, she is getting stronger and the skills are, as they said, it's very unique and you have to do certain things to be able to use the wind, use Mm. fire, use water, use, you know, you have to fill these conditions. You have to, you know, be able to create this connection for you to be able to use those skills, right? Mm. So for her, yeah, she, she is able to use, and I feel like she's able to use a skill aside from him at the exact same time and steal skills for herself. Okay. And, and I'll, I'll I'll touch, I'll touch on that. Why in a minute, but, um, but as far as the physicality of it, you, he even comments on her having more stamina, having more strength, able to carry on more, able to do more without, you know, even having relied on him. Her base stats were still really low. Her base abilities were still really low. And as she was leveling up and progressing and everything like that, she was getting stronger. And he even noted that he even said, you know, this is, uh, I'm glad to know that you're getting stronger. I'm like, you're, you're getting, you're, you're not just a weak little kitten anymore. It's yeah. not
0: what he says, but that's the premise. Fair. That's, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the premise. What I thought he what I thought was going on was the fact that because she was able to conjure water while not touching him, to wash her hands. I thought maybe she was using all these spells around him and getting an inkling of how to do them herself so that she wouldn't be completely defenseless. Had she been separated from the sword?
1: Mm. No, because, and here's the, here's the thing, right? He was still, even though she wasn't holding him, he was right next to her. Uh,
0: do you think it might've been him doing it or there's a mental connection?
1: It was the connection because she was still, he was still quote unquote equipped. Because if you remember.
0: Ah, yes, this is re- true.
1: If you remember, when she first picked him up, she he, she's like, equip me. He, he tells friend, equip me. And she goes, I am. It's like, no, you could think harder about actually equipping me. Like, think, like, make that connection. And then there was that connection for it, for them.
0: Hmm. Well, it's just one of them things, you know? One of the things that, for, for lack of a better way to put it, it's a deus ex machina. Because she technically will never have to unequip him. Yeah. Does that make sense or no?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, she never will have to, but she does get into a situation where she's forced to. Mm -hmm. Like, towards, like, three quarters into it, towards the end, last couple of episodes.
0: Okay. I can see that.
1: Like, they even comment on it. They even stated that. And that's exactly what happened,
0: remember? Very, very vaguely, but yeah. But I'm being honest.
1: No, I'm just,
0: I'm just. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw that face. <laughs> it don't help me much.
1: It's like, okay, so they go, they land on a trap and the, and he is left behind. The other two characters that get teleported are left, leave their weapons behind as well. And they specifically state, oh, it's a, te- it's a de equipping teleportation trap. Like literally. That's yeah, exactly it was, what it was two
0: traps in one. Yeah, um, it, it forces them unequip,
1: and <clears throat> it teleports them. So that's why I said what I said. Fair enough. And which is also leads me to why I why I said that she was she is not able to use the skills without him.
0: Yeah, but I now, figured. what
1: I was going to say. What's interesting and why why we bring up the skills and why why certain conditions is because they actually do explore and talk about the skills and them needing to be fulfilled certain conditions for it to be fulfilled. And unbeknownst to them, like the sword can use all elements, which is unheard of. It's r- exceedingly or super rare for anyone to be able to use three, even, you know, much less two. <laughs> yeah, they and, do make that. And, you know, she's using three of them. So it's like, ah, it's ungodly. You're using wind, fire and earth,
0: you know, <laughs> he's like, I I can use water too. Yep. But I don't think they're natural affinities. I think they're skills that he stole.
1: Well, one yeah. of the things
0: one of the unique things about the sword that I we kind of touched over or glossed over was the abilities it gets. So when it kills a monster it can crush its uh monster core, let's call it, and absorb most, if not all of the the skills that are that this monster has. So I think that in the beginning it had telekinesis and that was it. And then it killed Way, uh, way, way more than it probably should have. Well, you know what I mean, and what it
1: does is it absorbs one skill from him by killing him. It doesn't absorb multiple. You only see it absorb multiple, but it's usually because it's mowing down a, a yeah, slew of enemies multi-kill. in one
0: go. You know, that makes sense. Well, I mean, if he gets the same skill twice, it'll level up, yes. which I thought was really, really cool. Like, this is a game I would absolutely play if they made it in game form. Yeah, well, I mean, well, would I? I, I yes, I would want to say I would because it, it, there's a very simple way to get it overpowered.
1: It depends on how they implement the game. Depends. On yeah, the, I was going to say it, I that mean, like there's, there's a lot of be... very, there's a lot of things that I would love to be able to play, but it just entirely depends on how it's implemented because it could go wrong very very quickly.
0: True. Please remind me about the post show about this conversation because I got some stuff I would sidetrack so hard on. All right. Um, but. Going back to this, um, yeah, I I really, this is extremely generic, extremely cookie cutterish, but in the best way possible. They don't really take shortcuts, and the characters are not unlikable. There are some very generic characters as well, like the, what is it, the uh, Nell lady. Yeah. uh, The the receptionist at the Adventurers Guild. uh, Adventurers Guild, yeah. Super generic. Uh, what what do they call it? Sandre something like that. Sundre? Sandre. Yeah. So basically, she's like, you all can go die. Specifically, well, the, piss off and die.
1: Well, she mostly internalizes that, and then she ends up vocalizing it a couple of times,
0: <laughs> in the best way, like funnily, very funnily. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the the, the characters are exactly what you would expect for a good. Fun little anime. Um, I said it before, I'll say it again. There's a lot more blood and gore than I originally anticipated. I was told that there would be, but I didn't think it would be as prevalent and and basically every episode. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: there, like, there was a lot, a lot of blood of gore in here, and it was, uh, it's not like they made it, uh, too much either. It was like, it was like oddly the right amount to where. It made sense.
0: It yeah, they they definitely sense. danced a fine line, but I yeah. feel like they did a good job with it. Yeah. So, one of the unique things about this is that they gave her a very depressing, intricate backstory. Yes. And they didn't just show you, you know? They, they didn't just tell you, they showed you. They showed you that she had a hard life. They showed you that she had a desire for power. Not for herself, but for the ability to protect the people around her. And then it devolved from the noble, I want to save everyone, to I want power for me. And this is all before she even touches the swords. This is all episode one and two. And it was artfully done. Like, it was. Normally, normally, those characters I dislike because they they abandon their own values. I don't see her... I don't see Fran abandoning values so much as finding proper values for herself.
1: Well, it's not that her values actually devolved. She's like always because they, when you first meet her, she wants power because she's tired of being powerless. And then it's like, now that she has power, she wants to set forth and do and complete the journey. Her parents died doing, which is Mm -hmm. evolving and being the first black cats of the black cat tribe to evolve and that's something that she she wants to do she wants to help her parents dreams come true even though they died and one of the things that the that the sword has done is it's you know it gave her the ability and power to do that and it's not like she's going to quickly toss them away or anything like that she she's very much enthralled with the with the sword because it saved her in more ways than one it saved her, and she even says she's like it doesn't matter about those other the swords you are the best sword. you are my sword i'm not gonna I'm not ever gonna leave you and <laughs> yeah, it's this- like it's funny how it happens because he's looking around looking at all the ma- power levels of all of them but he's like oh, they're <laughs> yeah. a lot stronger. she's like no, you're the strongest ever like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. about them you're the strongest ever and and it's uh and it's true. Technically, I mean, like he is the strongest sword, even though they have a higher attack power. like the fact that one can impart onto her a lot of techniques and powers and things like that. Beyond that, share the stats in general, make anyone who's wielding them that like the Mm -hmm. attack power of the other ones is kind of pointless.
0: Yeah, no, it's kind of funny throughout the entire show. um, And he said it, the sword said it originally. um, I need exterior affirmation. Yeah. Um, Am I doing a good job? Let me know. Hello. You're going to love it. Do you love it? Um, And yeah, he sees all these other really awesome weapons and he's like, I'm super strong. Okay. I'm nothing special. Yeah. I'm nothing good. This is, he has a suit, a very big superior, er, sorry, a superiority complex. Inferiority. 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 Sorry. Inferiority complex. And they actually touch on it a little bit later on why he's actually stronger. And you're able to infuse mana into your weapons, which will boost their power. This sword has the ability to uh, infuse up to a 1,000 or 2,000, I think it was, uh, uh, mana. Yeah. And it has a 200% conversion rate.
1: Yeah, it's 1,000. Which means... And a 200% 1, conversion. Yeah, it was only 1,000, okay. which means you infuse 1,000 into it, it becomes 2,000 attack power on top of whatever the base stats is.
0: Which they don't ever do, which is surprising. Well, uh, most they've thrown in there is 500.
1: Well, I feel like it also has to draw on her magic power too.
0: Oh, that's true. Well, he's got his own mana pool to begin with. Right. But I'm
1: saying if he throw, he, I don't think he has uh, enough to be able to do that and be able to heal himself and provide her with additional magic and power protections and do telekinesis and do everything else. So you you can't just, like, throw all your magic right into it and then expect everything to work out hunky-dory in the end.
0: The way I thought it was, or the way I saw it, was him feeding her mana and her putting mana into him to make him sharper.
1: Right. Well, even if you took took that into consideration, right, he only has, like, I think at one one point, like, we saw a number of, like, 1460 or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So to max it out, it would leave them with 460 left. And if they're fighting a boss, do you really want to dump two thirds of your magic into making it stronger when you don't know what else you're going to need? Like, you don't know if but that's going to be enough.
0: You definitely got a point in my mind. It, it wasn't anything close to that because I didn't take that into account. But yeah, you don't want to go on an empty tank. You you don't want to be the the epitome of a glass cannon There's one one hit and you're done. <laughs> Exactly. So, and then she gets to fight <laughs> greater demons. What was it? It, it wasn't in for it, Was it? No, it wasn't. No,
1: no, it was a greater demon, but they didn't specify uh, the name. I thought they did. I don't remember the name. Uh, let me put it like that.
0: That's fair. That's, that's very fair. But yeah, like the greater demon was what a, a B rank creature almost yes. a C almost B or something.
1: Yeah. It was a B.
0: she was able to eventually take care of it at the cost of, or at the almost cost of um, the sword, the sword itself. Like he It was deteriorating. I got a thing that'll help me heal. And then he does the full restore and monkey Dory. Again, it didn't feel like there was any real suspense behind it because the sword is, is way overpowered. I don't know if that's uh, my gameplay. When I play games, I love being overpowered. I love walking through smacking everything around, but it gets boring after a while, you know? I guess. Well, I figure, I figure at the very least, um, it'd be nice to have them give a little bit of a, ooh, what happened. And then when they're in the, the sword area, or not the sword, the spider area, it, it happens where she gets unequipped. And I was like, at this point, she's 25, not, not in years, but level 25. Right. And where it,
1: we also touched on that, you know, later on yeah. where we talked about
0: it, but. Well, the reason I bring it up is she's level 25. She should have some evolution points that she's able to use herself.
1: Well, we don't know. Maybe? Well, it's not evolution points. It's like she's not using evolutionary points. And we don't know, like, what's going on with her and her skills or anything like that. We just know about him because he is, he's the one with all the skills and everything like that. She's just trying mm. to rank up in general, just trying to get to a point to where she can evolve.
0: That makes a little bit of sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually, because that's the premise of the show. But uh yeah, some of the friends that she meets along the way and, and specifically momanda Amanda, um the A A rank um adventurer who everyone calls mom.
1: No, not reason. everyone calls her mom.
0: Well not everybody, but majority of the people called her mom. And again, no, don't
1: don't do that. You know that's not true. She works at an so? orphanage and the orphanage, some of the kids call her mom. And it's, she has a title that says protector of the children, but not everyone calls her mom. She wants everyone to call her mom. And more specifically, she wants Fran
0: to call her mom. But it's for the children.
1: Right. <laughs> so not everyone calls her mom. The orphanage kids. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember like for the two second scenes that they had them there. Yeah. Whatever. Everyone else. No.
0: Okay. Well, one of the kickbacks or callbacks that they did that I thought was quite unique, let's call it, and I, I had called it from the get go. Fran, who is a black cat, is, is basically othered the entire show, with the exception of from teacher and also mom. So I guess there's two exceptions there. Um, but she's, she's distrusted. She's attacked a few different times. She's going through some severe hardship. And I thought that it was a really nice character arc that she started standing up for herself. That she started doing stuff that on her own, she wasn't reliant a hundred percent on teacher the whole time. Um,
1: Right. And to clarify, to clarify, because we never clarified this earlier and you just started calling the sword teacher Uh, teacher is the sword. They, she Fran names the sword teacher
0: and that brings me to my next question do you think that by fran naming the sword teacher made the sword stronger we do know that in later episodes there is an example of a beast going from a random um summoned beast to a superior beast because of the naming process similar in my mind to what happens in reincarnated as a slime or by naming something it takes a portion of your mana or or something like that And identifies you as the authority to give them a name.
1: To, To cut that short, no.
0: I don't. Okay. Why not?
1: We have literally no indication that that's what it was. All we have is an indication is that it is, according to the system, the thing that it said was, you are now, your name is now Sword. And that was it. Like, no other boosts, no other statuses, nothing else changed. Status didn't change, nothing changed. You just went from... Unnamed to named.
0: Okay. Well that that kind of blows my theory out the water. <sighs> I just figured adding a name was was something important and something you were able to impart onto something else.
1: i gotcha. Uh the one I thing I will say
0: question. Oh, right.
1: So since we're already way past that point, uh and we talked about the demon and him taking skills when he destroys cores, the reason why I feel like she'll be able to gain skills herself, right? Is so one of the skills that they got that they maxed out right away is it takes like several minutes before you can use the skill again, but, but it has a hundred percent chance to get the targeted skill you want. And that's the skill taker. Mm. And she, at the exact same time as a teacher, the teacher, they both her and the sword, both take a skill. So she uses his skill to take a skill while he uses the skill to take a skill at the exact same time. Now, I feel like she would be able, as long as she uses that skill with him, that she would naturally gain skills uh, at the same time if she were to use that. So it wouldn't be him getting the skill. It would be her.
0: Oh, that'd be interesting. And then she would have to actually share.
1: Well, she wouldn't share. There there is I don't think there's a way for them to reverse share it's just him sharing his abilities with her cuz she he's equipped to her.
0: Okay. Well, what happens if she learns this well obviously we're never going to know. We might know next season. Hopefully there's a next season. But I was going to say what happens if she's learning a skill that he already knows is it just going like to compound and give her a better understanding of it or I don't know. Well, probably. Okay, I'll take it. I was going to say like it, it uh, It'd be awesome if it could compound, you know, like, let's say she learns a fire spell and some because he already knows the maxed fire, it'll automatically evolve into like Inferno or something like that. But uh, this is all conjecture and hope hopefulness for another season, you know?
1: Yeah. No, oh, I gotcha. I understand. So I don't, I don't have too much more. I can talk on this. It's a great show. It's good. It's enjoyable. It's cute, but I don't I don't have too much more to say on it
0: unfortunately i agree with you i do feel like you said it's a good show it's it's cute it's nice um but it's
1: there's a lot of other things that we didn't really touch on there's a lot of uh you know side stories and things like that that are happening in there other things that are going on and and you know like i feel like you should just Watch the show honestly to kind of get those to help because it all plays in part to the background the backstory uh and the interactions with the world and the thought process for it too like he's not just like helping her get strong he's helping her be a better person and and to think logically about the actions and interactions that they have
0: yeah she like, again in, in every aspect you could think of teacher
1: well yeah so. On a scale of up to ten, sir, how would you rate this?
0: I'm gonna give it a nice rock solid eight and a half. Oh, I was eight and a half, an eight. Eight. It gets an eight from me. All
1: right. Okay. Anything uh, detracting, negative things like that?
0: No. Uh, well, my negatives I already said were like I, I didn't feel suspense.
1: Okay.
0: And in fact, I felt like the opposite of suspense. All right.
1: Uh, I'm gonna match. I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with a reason why I'm going with eight, aside from those points, uh, I'm also going to, I feel like there was more. I feel like there should be more. I felt like it was a little too fast, a little too rapid for, for me for the progression. I get it. It was only 12 episodes and they were escalating the story, but I feel like they moved it. It was moved it a little too fast for my, for my taste. It was really quick, really rapid progression. Um, I get it though. I understand. So uh, I am looking forward to a season two. I hope a season two does actually come out. So that'd be great if a season two came out. Um, so yeah, next week's choice. It's uh, it's one, it's, uh, honestly, uh, we were talking about, about a show that I recently just finished watching and, uh, and Rick decided he's like, Oh, you know, let's do that one next. And it's, that's, That's why we're going to do eminence and shadow next uh, for the next choice. So that's all the time that we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you feel like we got something right, something wrong, did it too much justice, not enough justice. uh, You know, just playing all we're a bunch of uh, dummies and didn't get anything right. Feel free to let us know Uh, if you want to hear the pre and post show that we usually do. Uh, go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast dollar month. it will get you access to that bonus content. If you want to reach out to us, you can go to featured anime If you want to buy yourself some Swinky anime swag, we do have affiliate links for you in the show notes, purchase anything using those links. We do get a little bit of a kickback and it is very much appreciated. Or if you want to buy some, uh, anime swag or swag that is ours, Uh, You can go to shop.featuredanimepodcast.com and it would be very much appreciated. And until next time, I'm
0: Jack. I'm Rick. And we'll see you next time.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more